Welcome to the Be Free RE podcast, where you learn how to make your job optional. I'm your host, John, who's just getting started on his journey. But in the last year, I moved across the country, bought four apartments, make money as a landlord, no longer pay rent, and I have my first child. I'm joined by your co-host and my guide, Tony Angotti, who in five years quit his job and now manages over 80 units through a combination of house hacks, flips, and partnerships. So with that, let's jump into how you can do less of what you have to do and more of what you want to do. All right. Welcome back to another episode, everybody. Mr. Angotti, I love the mustache and I love the hat. How are you? All right, all right, all right. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Um, Yeah, yeah. Working on it. Just, uh, I guess, working on not working on it, really. Yeah, that's good, too. Where I I am. Um, Yeah, so normally we would talk about, like, things that we learned and all that sort of stuff. But today we are talking about a whole episode of things that we learned. But really just you, not me. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. I'll, I'll pick your advice because some of these things I've learned and some of these, some of these things I haven't. So I guess the background for the listeners here, uh, it's just been a busy couple of months in our small but growing and formidable real estate empire. And uh, I think we're just trying to share sort of some stories from the other side so that when you're thinking about getting in or thinking about your current properties, these are just things that we've observed. So uh, in December, we purchased a house, uh, standalone house with a an associated apartment and we moved one of our existing tenants into that apartment so we've taken on basically uh like one new tenant we've had two moves we also moved ourselves so we put a new tenant in there so anyway lots of change yeah we've done what two episodes on your case study of your house yeah something like that so anyway i'm i'm sure everybody listens to every single episode yeah but if you haven't uh that that's you're up to speed now so go back uh, in history if you want to hear the the hour-long version of that yeah (laughs) two episodes of john's deal but today (laughs) we're gonna learn more practical things about it rather than pie in the sky right so um it, it probably doesn't matter too much where these properties are but the so one of the things we've got is uh one of our apartments was built in the 50s and it has drum traps in it so uh, when we were there, uh, the, the tub is above the kitchen. So we were giving our daughter a bath and we forgot to like let the drain out. So the tub was just full of water and we woke up the next day and there was water in our kitchen. And we were like, what the heck is going on? And anyway, then we drained it and like I took a look, I couldn't figure out exactly what was going on. I mean, I knew something was wrong and I was like, well, Let's just see if we can like make this happen again. And we couldn't for, and we lived there for a year. Couldn't like recreate the issue uh, essentially. So I was like, well, I think what happened is, uh, I don't know, what, what's it called where you like pull the flap on your tub and you like lock the tub the out? Stopper. Yeah, the stopper. So what I did is I basically unhooked the stopper and I just assumed something was going on with the stopper. And, you know, there was a leak like before the stopper or whatever. And I was like, oh, we'll just take the stopper out and the tenant can't do that. And we gave our daughter, I mean, a bath, whatever, close to 365 baths, right? So you just put a little cover over top of it and it fills up. Exactly. Yeah. Perfectly fine. So then we, uh, we got a tenant and like 
three weeks after she's in there she calls us and she's like hey i got like water like in my kitchen but it's not like coming out of the sink or anywhere and like i can't figure out where it's coming from so ghosts, ghosts it, i actually made that joke to her i was like well i think your house might be haunted she's like can i get out of my lease uh so of course i was like oh don't worry we had this problem when we lived here we just ignored it and gave it to you so i was like oh that's strange i can't imagine you know i was like very surprised but in in the back of my mind i was like man we should have fixed this when we lived here i guess so that's kind of the first part of the lesson is like uh you didn't fix the problem like if you think you if you think in a hacky way you solved a water problem you probably gave yourself a bigger problem just like and, that flex speed seal thing when he just slams it <laughs> on <laughs> yes <laughs> tony's referring to like that flex seal billy mays tape or whatever that stuff is and there's uh, like a big tub and it's leaking and he just throws the stick <laughs> on and it's like and it's fixed yeah no problem now we're gonna cut this boat in half and put flex tape down the boat yeah. it floats it's a miracle <laughs> so uh so anyway we have the plumber out there and he basically uh had to clean out the drum traps um which is like a nightmare to do mm -hmm. so i think the lesson that i would take there is uh i would actually probably just convert my drum traps into uh regular traps when i can you know we were redoing some work in that place anyway and uh i think i'll, I'll probably just do that going forward now because a good idea yeah sometimes yeah. it's hard though because the way the vents are set up or the way the plumbing is you can't you can't always do it yes. i uh, learned that the hard way because we actually had to replace an old drum trap with a new drum trap because um oh wow we had a tenant who their child had a um <laughs> poop accident <laughs> yeah i was I figured and, you were uh, trying to figure out how to describe the situation they they cleaned it out the pants and everything in the tub oh so so there's the pooping shower the drain. drain was clogged oh, and it was literally packed full of poop they must have stomped so, it down the drain with their sandals or something <laughs> i think they must have like pushed it in or yeah. something because it was like a solid mass inside there and i opened <laughs> it up and it smelled so bad and i was just like oh my god and i was like what is this and I like sniffed it. I was like, oh, oh man, because I wear gloves whenever I do the yeah. drain auger thing. Yeah. And then I, I will be sad to admit I called the plumber and I was like, hey, so we got a clogged drain. I don't know what it's clogged with. Can you come over and unclog it? I don't even think he made a. It's the that's the day to day for them. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I don't know. But he had to replace it because it wouldn't come. Uh, i don't know what was going on but it was all stuck it was terrible yeah oh man like a horror scene well uh yeah and i guess more backstory on this for us i had the plumber change the toilet out and we had an old cast iron flange on the toilet that's why i had to come swoop out our toilet flange and when he was there i was like hey can you just look at the rest of the house and he looked and he's like yeah you got a drum trap in here this thing's probably going to give you issues and you have pretty easy access from the kitchen so you might want to do it now before you remodel the kitchen yeah. and i was like and i really trust our plumber but i was being a cheap bastard so anyway not a huge deal uh, but anyway so that that was one lesson fix it when you can and yep 
you know, don't be cheap with water issues, basically. Yeah. Um, What's something get... you're working on now that's unsolved? So we have a hot water heater. We have a duplex. It's a single family house that was converted into a duplex. Uh, this is the first property we ever bought. And um, when we bought the place, it was in pretty rough shape. But the hot water heaters were only three years old. But they look Steve. older. They look older than that. And um, so anyway, the issue that's happening is our tenants are complaining that they can't like take a bath. There's not enough hot water and their hot water heaters turned all the way up to like scalding level. Right. And, um, and I'm not sure if either the house isn't set up right and their hot water heater is feeding both units. So that hot water heater is just working overtime. Or if a guy uh, before us bought used water heaters and installed them, which I think is very possible. So uh, anyway, I'm trying to figure out exactly what's going on with this hot water heater and like, how do I, because yeah. it doesn't make sense that it's only like, it's like four so and a half years old. So if you think that they're co-mingled, you could, is it gas or is it? Yeah, it's gas. You could experiment and uh, turn off the pilot light on one. Oh, uh, yeah try to run it out and see what happens see if they still get hot water and one yeah you, that's a good you don't idea. really want to pay a plumber to do that because then you're going to pay them for an hour an hour of, of sitting there yeah running um, water <laughs> that's that if that'd be one way if you suspect um you can also check to make sure that they're usually the uh water control the heat control has like a, a stopper inside the handle for the faucet to turn the heat up so sometimes there's a chance that that's just set pretty low so then the like mixer on the actual water valve is uh set to not be that hot so huh. that could be one so um, is it, this is like the feed like I have a gate valve on my feed and I need to open that up more. There's a little plastic anti-scald safety thing in like newer faucets and you put it based on how basically how much hot water you want to allow to go. Oh, uh, the, the got it. So um, if you have a two handle one, it's not the same way, but if you have a solo uh, water thing, yeah. it's like a safety feature. Yeah, that's good advice for other. And that's the thing about these safety features is they piss tenants off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's another. Another one is just that, like you said, maybe they're old, but you could look at the serial number and see like when they. You know, you can look that stuff up online and see when they were manufactured. Yeah, I'll do that. The, that's the a mod, good idea the too. Model or the serial number, and then the cheap fix. Uh, you can always check if the little, um, if none of those things happen, the sensors inside, like the uh, thermostats basically of the water, make sure that they're still functioning, right? Hmm. But what would that give me my issue where I get like some hot water? Not, it could be like not heating up enough. Yeah. If, okay. those heat, if those heating elements are bad. Like an old dumb oven, basically. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. get to the right temp. I mean, that would be like last. And to be honest, if you hire like a plumber to do that fix, it's probably going to be like a quarter of the way to a new hot water tank anyway. So, yeah, I don't know. That's usually why if you look at houses uh, to buy houses, 
and they say like new hot water tanks the reason why they're always new hot water tanks is because it's like that's the cheapest mechanical thing you can put in (laughs) so it's always the water tanks are new yeah it's Uh, like saying new microwave like (laughs) and it's like a 50 dollar KitchenAid set aside one yeah Uh, i had to qualify that because those over range hood microwaves are actually not cheap yeah and they're a huge pain to install oh yeah (laughs) well yeah so what's what's another another uh issue another one we've got this i don't know if i would describe this as like an issue so much as something we need to figure out but uh we have bifold doors so these are uh fun uh, yeah these are like the doors that run on a little track and you pull the handle on them you know they're made out of wood and they have slats in them usually and basically one of two things happens the tenant asks us that we just remove them all together and then we move them into the basement and then of course the next tenant says hey i'd like these on and it's like oh man now i have to like go to the store and figure out all the hardware that we lost when (laughs) we took it off and then when it's on they break them so we're we're trying to figure out what we can do with these bifold doors uh like should we just we looked into using a curtain at the one place um like from ikea they have this like cable that you string across and you can put a light curtain there so anyway we're trying to figure out what we should do with these closet doors the the curtain just didn't look good enough it was like too you know it's fine if the tenant puts it up themselves but for us to put it up it felt a little too i mean those kind of doors just sort of suck they just suck yeah unless you want to put regular doors on or If it's like a real cheap place, you could put one of those accordion doors. But if it's anything mm. more than like a bottom yeah. of the barrel price rental, that's not really going to look great. Yeah. You can also do barn doors if there's enough room. People like those. A barn door costs like, I don't know, a solo one probably costs like 400 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. The, the layout of this place just wouldn't work with that, but. Yeah, we, I don't know. We got to figure. Otherwise, there's not really a good answer. Those doors just kind of stink. Yeah, they do. And like the tenants always break them. And it's... I don't really run into people breaking them too much. They fall off, but there's not, not yeah. too much to really break. Well, and, then, well... and then you just need to show them the like one time, like this is how you put them back. And then you say, yeah. now, anytime it falls off, it's your responsibility yeah, to put job. it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, I mean, yeah, I don't know. This is like a thing I fix for my in-laws and stuff all the time. So I, I have no expectation that the tenant's ever going to actually figure it out so, or, or or not yeah. cause the problem. So Our pantry doors are that way and they're always falling off. <laughs> yeah. Worse is the um, little sliding doors that they put in in like the 90s and like not even the 90s, like probably the even now yeah. 70s. And they, they hang on this little track. And it's like, who designed... I don't know who designed that, but it always comes off the track. Yeah. Always fixing it. And it's always a pain. And then eventually you just give up and you just don't use the track and you shove one side of the door all the way to one side and then it just never shuts. And it's like, if you're thinking about building a house or a property and somebody's like, these are great. They're, they save space. They don't swing out they're not as bad as bifold doors it's like 
they're not as bad as blindfold doors. They're worse. They're literally the worst kind of door. Yeah. So. Yeah, we uh, yeah we have those too, and we took we took them off, and then the tenant was like, "Can you put those back on?" And I was like, "We it's can." On you, buddy. We I'm can. them back up, and then it's all you. Yeah. So the real issue is, uh, what happens sometimes? People try and hang them, and they bend the track that they hang in. Oh yeah, that's fun. And then you can never rehang them right. So. Or they break the little plastic thing on the bottom that they sit in. Yeah. Well, I just take those off though. I just let that. Out. I'm like, that's. That's yeah. why they fall off so much for you, then. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, they I think suck. we were just trying to do a quick hitters today. Yeah. So there you go, everybody. I'm not sure exactly what you got out of that, but I hope it was. If something. you got bifold doors, <laughs> we weren't that useful. If you, if you, uh, yeah, if you have drum traps, replace them. Kind of useful and some pretty good hot water heater uh diagnostic advice actually so there you go everybody you should probably just call plumber because i am not one but those are some things like that's also stuff too that's useful because you can walk your tenants through that over the phone before anybody even shows up it's Mm -hmm. like preventing maintenance calls yeah like hey one of you turn off your hot water heater and then run it the other one for a while (laughs) now you're coordinating a team yes that's what i was thinking i was like i'd love to see this work work. yeah anyway all right um where can they find out more about us well we're right here on the be free re podcast we're on spotify overcast itunes well yeah you'll have to tell them where we are on youtubes or it's the tony and Gotti channel yeah anthony Uh, and Gotti, not even tony all right give them the full government name i like it and uh what else we got we got instagram for re and you yep. can call and in with your question agent i post the updates the videos the links all that stuff and um most importantly you can call us at 412-212-8366 and i feel like we haven't been checking the voicemail <laughs> but uh we'll, well we start checking the voicemail <laughs> and then we'll answer some of your questions like john's on the air when they come in and once we actually listen to it we're a very dedicated team um We'll get to your voicemails next time. So, yeah, there you go. We, we we've gone through the entire voicemail backlog. So everyone who has called in has gotten their questions answered. So, uh, so we're good there, actually. All right. Well, thanks everybody. Appreciate you listening. And, and if you enjoyed the episode, please give it a like and a subscribe. Peace. Zip. <laughs>